Hey, good morning, everyone. I hope you're all having a great day so far. This is Pastor Julia, and as I pulled out the Word of God today, He directed me into the book of John. And wow, this is going to be a very um, life-changing podcast, I believe. I believe that there is a lot of power packed in this passage. There is a lot of wisdom and knowledge and it could literally transform your day right now and help you to realign your thinking and to really see that people have always been the same. We have been the same since the beginning of time. We all have the same types of struggles. We all have the same types of doubts and fears. We truly are more alike than most of us care to admit at times. And Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is definitely, definitely the rock on which we need to stand. And we really need to really ingest the Word of God. Hear me, you need to ingest the Word of God. So my prayer right now is anyone who listens to this podcast will just be blessed and will just be infused with the power of the Word of God and that this will sustain you and you will rely on this and you will remember this, that we really, truly really truly are so very very much alike and we need to stay away from the pettiness that's all around us and really really get serious with the word of God and get serious with Jesus we should be literally transformed you know I hear people talking about well I can't talk about Jesus because I'm shy and that's my personality and that's how he made me Uh, some people say well I am very um, direct and and um, maybe sometimes can come across as maybe brazen that's the way God made me. No, no, no. See, that that's how the world wants us to think. God says, with the Holy Spirit dwelling inside of us, we are supposed to be transformed and renewed and more like Christ. Amen? So this is what I'm going to read a lot of scripture today. And I will not apologize for that because it's my absolute favorite. And my prayer is, if it's not yours, that it will become your favorite. Um, In the title over the section that I'm in, it says, Jesus predicts his death on the cross. And I'm in John 12. And I am going to start right from 27 and It says, then this is Jesus himself speaking, saying, Now my soul is troubled, and what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour, but for this purpose I came to this hour. Father, glorify your name. 
And this is where human nature steps in after this. Then a voice came from heaven saying, I have been glorified and it will glorify it again. Okay, so here people start with doubt right away. Therefore, the people who stood by and heard it said it had thundered. They said that an angel must have spoken to him. You know, they were, they were making guesses. Anything but God. Literally, God was speaking to Jesus from heaven. And people were around and they could hear it. And they still said that it was not God. There was still doubt. Things happen right in front of us. We see miracles. Even miracles don't keep people walking with Jesus. We quickly forget and move on. When something distracts us or upsets us, we quickly forget about the things that God has already done for us. Things that, you know, most of us probably wouldn't even be alive today if it wasn't for God. For stupid things that we've done in our past. Amen. Jesus answered and said, this voice did not come because of me, but for your sake. Now is the judgment of this world. Now the ruler of this world will be cast out. So he was telling everybody, look at, I am going to be crucified. I am going to die on the cross so that Satan is not the ruler of your life anymore. And I, and I, if I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all peoples to myself. So here Jesus is conversing with his father. There are people around that are hearing this conversation. They're doubting God. Jesus is telling them what is going to take place. Um, he, he's done miracles out in front of so many people and yet they still doubt God. It's just, it's unbelievable. Then Jesus cried out and said, I'm in 44 now. He who believes in me, believes not in me, but in him who sent me. And he who sees me, sees him who sent me. So he's talking about his father. I have come as a light into the world that whoever believes in me shall not abide in darkness. And if anyone hears my words and does not believe, I do not judge him for I did not come to judge the world, but to save the world. He who rejects me and does not receive my words has that which judges him. The word that I have spoken will judge him in the last day. For I have not spoken on my own authority, but the Father who sent me gave me a command what I should say and what I should speak. And I know that his command is everlasting life. Therefore, whatever I speak, just as the Father has told me, so I speak. So Jesus is, is doing checking with the father every time you heard him he doesn't he didn't say anything that god did not tell him to say amen 
And that is how we are supposed to be when we are preaching the word of God, when we are ministering to someone, we better make sure we are saying what God is telling us to speak. Jesus even checked with him. Jesus, the perfect sinless one, the one who walked this earth and did not sin once, checked with his father before he said or did anything. And that is a lesson for us. He gave us that example. He's telling us that that is how we are supposed to conduct ourselves in this world. He also shows us, if you read the scripture, if you get into the book of John and you study this out, you will see that even the people that saw Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead and Lazarus slept for four days And back in those times, they did not consider someone officially dead until they were asleep, so to speak, for three days, meaning they knew that that person was dead. I believe that Jesus intentionally waited to go to Lazarus so that he could show the doubters and the believers that he indeed was the living son of God. So he waited. He could have very well have been there anytime he wanted to. He took his time. He ministered to others. He talked to people. He loved on people. And then he went to Lazarus and he said, Lazarus, get up. And Lazarus got up and he told them to remove the grave clothes off of Lazarus so that he could be set free. Jesus did that intentionally to show that miracle that was a true miracle. And people witnessed that miracle. And yet still people turned away from Jesus. And that's very much like today. Jesus has has set people free from so many um, um, addictions, from so many fears. Uh, he has healed people. He has saved people. He, he has um, delivered people. He has met people right where they're at in the situations that they were in and loved on them. He never ignored one person on financial status, whether they um, were bathed or not, um, whether they were man or woman, whether they were children, um, whether they were walking around with leprosy or any type of disease. Jesus never rejected anyone. He loved on everyone. He ministered to everyone. He treated everyone with dignity. He healed people. He set the captives free. He saved many, many, many people. He fed people. He, he just, he loved on people. He, he taught them. He walked with them. He ate with them. He broke barriers through his whole ministry. He showed that nobody is better than anybody else. One gender isn't better than another gender. Um, 
that the Jews and the Gentiles were all of his children and that he loved us all. He, just, he broke barriers. He kicked walls down. And man, through Satan, has tried to put these walls right back up and cause division. Jesus came to break down division. Jesus came to set the captives free. Jesus came to heal. Jesus came to kill um, the hold that Satan has over his children you are god's children and he's he's came to take away the confusion of the deception of satan the lies and the trickery of satan he came and he did all of those things and then we got the word of god who literally instructs us every single day no matter what type of problem or sickness or disease or whatever rises up, the word of God is here to minister to us, to show us exactly how to handle every single situation. There's no other book like it. You will not find the answers that you need anywhere else. You need to cherish the word of God. And when you go into the house of God, you should be carrying the actual word of God. And I know that this may offend some of you. This may make some of you angry, but I cannot stand to see people on cell phones and iPads emulating the word of God, especially in the house of God. Bring your Bibles. Bring the word of God. It is a treasure. It has everything that we need in it. Amen. Bring the word of God to the house of God. Always, always have it in the house of God. I, I, I tell the ladies that I minister to, you know, write in your word. Write what God speaks to you. If you don't want to write in the word, bring a journal with you with your word and write in it. Have it with you always because whenever you open it, God's going to speak to you about something. There's something that you need from the word of God daily. Amen. And if you're not in it, I can promise you that it won't be long before you will be like the people that have forever have been the same that you will literally walk away from Jesus as well. You may not deny him. You may not say that you never knew him, but you will not have relationship with him because you cannot have relationship with him if you don't know him and if you don't spend time in his word. I've also heard people say, well, I've read through the Bible from Genesis to Revelation. I've already read the whole Bible. Read it again because every single time you get into it, God speaks something different. <laughs> he brings revelation. You may think you understand the word. You may think that you know the word, but I'm telling you from personal experience that I could look at the same verse 15 times in one day and God will give me fresh revelation on it every single time. I do not know 
the word of God. I am learning the word of God. I love the word of God, but I will never get to the place where I know the entire word of God. It's not possible. It is living and it is breathing. It is alive and it literally transforms life. And I don't want to be one of those people. God help me to never, ever be one of those people who talks about God but is not in his word. I don't ever want to be one of those people who speaks what I think needs to be said, especially when I am ministering to people. I want to speak only what God is telling me to say, only what he says. When I am praying over people, I want to speak what God is saying. I'm not speaking to impress anyone. I am not laying hands on people to impress anyone. I am not ministering to people to impress anyone. I want to speak only what God tells me to speak when he tells me to speak with no distractions. Amen. I I do not have time and neither do you to be distracted by petty things in this world, to be offended by petty things in this world. I want to keep my eyes fixed on Jesus and I want to walk throughout this world until the day he brings me home with him teaching about Jesus and watching people be set free from the grips of heartbreak and depression, oppression, loneliness, sickness, disease, and with a life without Jesus in it that is so empty. I want to be used by Jesus to pull them out of that misery and introduce them to the one true God the one who created them and who knows their today, their tomorrow, their next week, their next year. He knows everything about you. He loves you more than anyone could ever possibly love you. That is what it is all about. Amen. That is why we need to be in the word of God. And we need to know that people are watching us all the time. Jesus says in John um, 12, I'm going to look at 44. Then Jesus cried out and said, he who believes in me, believes not in me, but in him who sent me. Do you believe in God? Do you believe that he wants to save you? Do you believe that he is your healer? Do you believe that he can mend your broken heart? Do you believe that he can free you from whatever addiction you have? He can and he does and he wants to do that for you. Amen. Get into your word today. Study in John today. You will just be filled. You will just be so fulfilled. That is... (laughs) That is the best I can come up with. You will be fulfilled. Amen. So I pray right now that whoever is within the sound of my voice, that this will um, speak to your spirit. This will speak to the Holy Spirit dwelling inside of you and that it will ignite something in you and that you, whether you share this podcast 
or you share the words that you've heard, but that you will minister to others around you today and throughout the week. Time is of the essence right now. And everything that is done here, the only thing that's going to be worth anything in heaven is what we do for Jesus. What are you doing for Jesus today? What did you do for Jesus today? Because we are going to stand before God one day and he's going to say, you heard that message. What did you do for me today? Amen. I love you all so much. I pray that you have a wonderful week and a a powerful time in God. Get your Bibles out today and make sure you take your Bibles into the house of God. Amen. I love you and God bless you. Bye-bye.